Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 65. Are you an imposter? We're going to talk about it. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hi there, locals. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and as always, I'm your host for today. And today, I've got a topic I wanted to talk to you about that uh, many business owners face very often. You probably face it, too. You might not necessarily have a name for it, but I think you're going to recognize it when we discuss it. Now, before I do that, I wanted to give you a couple of updates. Uh, down at Mallory Square last night, I'm not exactly sure what's happening. I don't know if the moon and the stars are aligning or if the new time change is bringing out different personalities and people, but I had an interesting encounter with the uh, person that had been kind of giving me a hard time. I've mentioned in podcasts before, uh, he actually came over and bought one of my kebabs last night, which was kind of strange. I'm sure it was probably just a, you know, let's see what kind of stuff the competition's putting out there. And I can completely accept that, but just the fact that he did, and I tried to give him a discount that I normally give to other uh, people that are vendors there, and kind of employees, so to speak, and uh, he would not accept it. So it's kind of strange, but uh, maybe there's a breakthrough. Maybe something's going on. I don't have any idea, but I'll take it, take it as progress. Any positive interaction is a positive interaction. So I'll put it up to... Uh, the test of time. So I'll have that to uh, give you the update on and give you the news and that kind of can supersede any other things that I might have said about any type of harassing or uh, heckling that I've been (laughs) given by the guy. So I guess it depends on the day. And then there's another vendor that always used to be right next to me right just across the walkway and we were there was nothing in between us except the walkway. She does a very good business and not, you know, again, not anyone that I would normally hang out with or that I would meet in any of my normal activities, but I like to have good relationships with people and uh, she never really spoke to me before and a couple of nights ago, I ran into her face-to-face whenever I was leaving and I said, hey, how you doing? And just walked on and since that point in time, I guess that's kind of opened a door even though I've been there three months now. and so now she's starting to talk to me and warm up to me. And she actually came over and tried some of my products last night and watched what I was doing and complimented me on how you know, neat it was. And uh, she actually um, gave me a little bit of advice and what she would do. And I appreciate all that. I appreciate people um, giving me advice. It, there's a difference in giving me advice and making fun of me. Um, I appreciate people giving me advice because I want to succeed and I'll take any and all advice into consideration. And uh, I love the feedback. I you know, love to get that and see what other people would do. She, I don't feel like she was making fun of me. And so there's a complete difference there. But uh, I took the feedback and we'll see. We're testing some things right now to see uh, if I need to change my pricing on some things. She encouraged me to charge more. And again, you know, some people want to do that to help you. Some people might want to do that so you don't do as well. So, you know, I don't know what the motives are there, but I'll take all the feedback. I'll take all the goodwill and take all those positive interactions. And then several times during the night through the course of uh, 
the evening, we were able to uh, continue to have a few more light-friendly, positive interactions. So, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like everyone is put in your path for a reason, and some of you are learned from, and some you are able to form relationships with, and not looking for relationships necessarily at work or anything like that, but some will happen and some will naturally form, but I also want to treat everyone in a kind and positive way, so I'm glad that I've had a couple of breakthroughs with people that have been a little bit prickly, as someone else describes them, uh, with the food vendors. They're kind of a kind of a different bunch, and so I'm just trying to be happy-go-lucky Christy, uh, down having a good time in the face of uh, whatever is going on with my business. So, now I wanted to talk to you today uh, about the imposter syndrome. You might not have heard the imposter syndrome uh, used by title before, but I think you're going to recognize it. Now, what is the imposter syndrome? The imposter syndrome is something that we all have within ourselves. It is the doubts and the things that your mind will come up with. Telling you that you're not good enough. Maybe you're not, oh, this is never going to work. I, I face it every single time when I think of I left a six-figure job to go and earn my living five dollars at a time. I think, Christy, this is never going to work. What are you doing? Were you crazy? What's going to happen to you now? All these things come up, and somehow I think that I've made the biggest mistakes. You start to doubt yourself. You start to think, I'm not cut out for this. All of these are symptoms of the imposter syndrome. In other words, I am not really able to be a success. I am just pretending to be a success. I am just pretending to have a viable business. I'm just pretending uh, to make it. And that, that whole thing, thinking that we are going to be found out because, you know, this, this can't last. Even if I had success, it's not going to last because uh, I'm not that good of a business person. All of those are symptoms of the imposter syndrome. Now, I will tell you as human nature, or as humans, it is our human nature to doubt and to second-guess ourselves. Most people with a healthy amount of self-respect also have a healthy amount of criticism for themselves. Now, I don't care if you're the Queen of England or you are the President or whoever you are, the, the CEO of a huge organization. Those people have the same self-doubts that you and I, normal people, would even have. So don't think that anyone else is any different than you. There are several ways to deal with the imposter syndrome. Uh, many people give into it and wallow in it and say, well, this is never going to work. And the great news is whenever you believe that something's never going to work, you've just given yourself every excuse to try, stop trying, and you essentially let yourself off the hook. You know, the imposter syndrome can pop in in anything you're doing, not just in business. It could be weight loss. I'm one that has struggled all my life. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily uh, one of those that uh, has a lot of height on my side. I'm kind of from short, stocky people, and so I've always been weight challenged. But, you know, if I set out to accomplish a goal and to lose some weight and to adopt a healthier lifestyle, 
the imposter syndrome can creep in with, you know what, you failed today. I knew you were going to eat that cookie. I knew whenever you said yesterday you were going to exercise today that today would come and you wouldn't exercise either. All of these things come in our minds. And so you think, see, it's never going to work. Why even try? And you immediately let yourself off the hook because of all this that's going on in your head and all those doubts that creep in. And I will tell you, your mind is the most powerful tool you have to set yourself up for success or for failure. Henry Ford is the one that said, and this is a very famous quote, but he said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And it's very powerful because it's absolutely true. And people have been expressing it different ways over time. You know, thousands of years ago, people had self-doubt. You know, this whole self concept and self-doubt is not a new 20th century or 21st century type uh, phenomenon. It happened way back since the beginning of time. People have felt uh, doubts about themselves and no one has a perfect level of self-confidence that allows them to just succeed no matter what. People succeed in spite of these things, in spite of the imposter syndrome. And today I really wanted to help you I want to help you identify it because like I say not just in business in your personal life even in relationships you could be struggling through a relationship right now and think this is this is never going to work this person's never going to change always going to be stuck like this this is not worth it now and that may be a valid thing but it might also just be the the way your mind is talking to you it might be the things that you heard the things that you've been told and now the things that you've embraced and you actually believe that you've allowed your mind to, to dwell on. And suddenly it changes your perspective on dealing with that. So I'm not saying that it does, your mind doesn't have any valid uh, credence in what you're, the decisions you're making, what you're facing. But I also think that we allow our mind to run in very negative ways that are self-sabotaging. And we are our own biggest enemy when it comes to taking steps in our lives to give ourselves a better life, to make the changes we want to make, and to live the life that we deserve. We're afraid of, of success. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of change. All of these things that we're afraid of come from that, that part of our ego that is self-sabotaging. And whenever we fail, we say, see, I told you. I told you it was going to be like this. And we begin to have this internal dialogue with ourselves that's not healthy. So I wanted to point out what it is. You can now identify it, give it a name. I guarantee you in the next week it will come up and somewhere in your life it will creep in. Call it the imposter syndrome. But don't just stop there. I want to give you three things that I have found helpful in combating the imposter syndrome. Now, you might have other ways of dealing with it. The last thing you want to do is allow this type of a thought process to take a foothold in your mind. The less time you give and the less credence you give to what these negative thoughts are playing over and over like tapes they keep rerunning in your mind, the less space you give them to occupy the better off you're going to be. And it's not just a matter of removing them. you got to fill it with something. you got to reclaim that space in your mind. The first thing that I have found helpful in whether it's overcoming your fear 
whatever it is that you're dealing with the imposter syndrome on. And, and I have, have a friend that is dealing with a particularly fearful situation uh, that is, is just paralyzing. And it's, it's interesting because it's something, uh, I, I don't even want to say what the situation is because I don't want, I'm not trying to call that person out or anything, but it's all completely irrational fear that's built up in her mind. And it's completely paralyzed her and kept her from doing something that she loves and enjoys or would love and enjoy if she would allow herself to. We all have our own issues and places that this comes in our life. The first thing you need to do, and this is not original with me. I'm sure these concepts have come up over and over again. So, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. But this is a reminder. The first thing you need to do is begin talking to yourself rather than listening to yourself. When you listen to yourself in these negative patterns and the way that your mind naturally defaults to this self-sabotaging, self-defeating way of thinking, the more it's going to affect your outcomes. So begin talking to yourself. Begin putting things in perspective. Tell yourself what you're going to do to fix it. Tell yourself what the issue really is. Tell yourself what the reality really is. Because you failed once, it does not mean you are a failure. Don't let your mind play that game with you. You can have what you want in this life, but you have to take the steps and stop making excuses. Don't let yourself off the hook. And I'm not saying that this, you know, forever and ever keep fighting a battle and never give in, but I'm just saying don't let yourself off the hook whenever you are fighting for what you know is the life that you want. Talk to yourself. Talk yourself through it by telling yourself what you need to do in order to remediate a situation, in order to make it better the next time. Not even that, but even talk to yourself about the lessons you learn from that. I face failure every single day on multiple fronts. In my personal relationships, in my business, I face it every single day. And while I could get mad and I could blow up and I see others around me doing this, like you can tell by their demeanor whether they're having a good financial night or a bad financial night. And I prefer to take the, the, the frame of mind that I'm going to act the same way whether or not I have financial success or I have a lesson and a learning that I need to glean from that evening's activities and, and the business activities I'm doing. So start talking to yourself rather than listening to yourself. Catch yourself before you let that negative thought process take over your mind because it will gain a foothold and then you will sit there and beat yourself up all day long and tell yourself all kind of things about you that it is not true and you don't even need to believe but you will give it that place in your mind. So stop doing that. Begin talking to yourself. Begin retraining those tracks in your mind with new thoughts and things that you can say to yourself that will help support you and hold you up in the, the, the task that you're trying to do to accomplish the life that you want. So talk number one is talk to yourself rather than listening to yourself. And that, that is good advice for everyone. A second thing that I found that is extremely helpful for me 
because I can be paralyzed with fear in such a way. Um, crazy. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I can sometimes be driving over a bridge and all of a sudden this paralyzing fear will come over me where I will just think, oh my gosh, if I just turned the wheel to the right, I could completely be off in the water and I could be drowning. How would I get out of my car? What would happen? But, you know, you just, your mind goes to all these crazy places, especially um, when I was learning to ride my motorcycle. I, um, I got a motor, got, ended up getting a motorcycle through uh, kind of a crazy circumstances when my little brother, who I really identified with the Harley thing, he passed away and he had the motorcycle and I didn't know anything about it, never had a desire to ride one, but I got it and I thought, you know what, I'm going to learn how to ride this and I just kind of wanted to preserve that little piece of him and so I got it and I started learning how to ride it. But talk about paralyzing fear whenever I was in the mountains of North Carolina trying to learn how to ride this bike and I would take on some of these mountain roads that are winding and curvy. And when you're taking those on and you think, you know what, am I going to be able to make this curve? And curves are scary whenever you're first starting out on a motorcycle. I would think, you know, what what's going to happen if a car doesn't see me coming around the corner or they come out around the corner out of their lane? They're going to completely, I mean, you just get completely paralyzed. And that is so counterproductive. So the fear, when you feel fear in your life, and you can feel it in any manner of ways, um, you can feel it financial fear, you can feel relationship fear, you can just fear, fear, can't even say it, feel a fear of success or a fear of failure. All of these things that you fear should be sending you a signal. If something is so powerful in your life that you fear it, it is probably exactly the direction that you need to be going towards. So, you probably have something in your life that you have been putting off, procrastinating, mainly because you're afraid of it. My challenge to you, number two, is to run towards that fear. When you run towards that fear, you know, if you extrapolate to the furthest extent and say, if, if this, my worst fear came true, what would happen? What would that mean? Okay, and then what would happen? And then you keep going down. What you realize is your mind has built up a fear and given it way more power than is realistic. And that the reality of the situation is if you run toward that fear, you end up making that fear powerless. Because if you run toward it, you're, you're going to run toward it and embrace the fear and push through it. Then what happens? You have conquered that fear and no longer can that particular fear have a grip on you. Now there will be new ones that will pop up and take its place, but you know what? You never conquer this imposter syndrome completely. President of the United States probably puts his tie and his suit on every single morning and thinking in his mind, who am I to have the best answers for how to lead this country? Of all the people in the world, I'm considered quote-unquote the world's most powerful leader, and yet who am I? I'm just a, a part at this point. I'm just a boy, right? Um, so there's these, no matter who you are, these fears and these self-doubts creep in. They will never stop. It's not like you can defeat them once and put them away and you never have them come back again. They're going to pop up over and over again. That's why it's important for you to put these strategies into place so that you're able to deal with them quickly every time they come up. 
Number one was talk to yourself rather than listen to yourself. Number two, run towards your fear. Number three, realize that you can never completely free yourself from the imposter syndrome. I was just talking about that. You know, uh, Bill Gates, doesn't matter who you think, Warren Buffett, the most powerful men in the world, most rich, the richest people in the world, they're not more valuable than you. They're not necessarily smarter than you. They're not more creative. They're not more worthy just because they have a higher net worth than you. And you need to realize that those people have the same fears and doubts. They have the same insecurities that you have. And you need to know exactly what to do every time these fears and these doubts creep up. So realize they're going to come back. They're going to surface again and again. And if they don't surface in one area, they'll surface in another area. You're not going to ever be done with them. As long as you're human and as long as you're living and breathing, you're going to have them. The quicker you can turn your mind around and begin talking to yourself rather than listening to yourself, and the quicker you can run towards your fear and render it powerless so it cannot control you any longer. There are people that have lived in fear of success or failure for years and years and years, and what has it done? It's kept them in a job they hate. It's kept them living a life they hate. And the reality is they might, you, you have to get uncomfortable. Part of making a change in your life is that you're going to have to sacrifice something. It might be the comfort and security of a paycheck and benefits. It might be the comfort of knowing where your next meal is coming from. It might be that you need to sacrifice the way your lifestyle. Maybe you don't need a huge house and three cars and three cars and boats and motorcycles and all these other toys. Maybe you need to give some of that up to trade off for the life you really want. What's the point of getting up and putting yourself in a, a perpetual cycle of working for a dollar just so it can go out to pay for the toys or for the things that you've bought that you never have time to enjoy? You begin to resent those things because they are robbing you of your time and your freedom. And so I give you all these things to encourage you today to realize that you are no different than anyone else. I'm dealing, I deal with them right now on a daily basis because I have not established myself as a successful business person yet. So I'm feeling like an imposter all day, every day. And these are some tactics and some strategies that I have used to try to get myself in check because I can be the first one to say, Christy, 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 what in the world have you done? You have ruined your life, girl. But you know what? I've got to keep pushing through this. I can do this. People in worse situations than I have have come out and made a success of their business and their life and all that they have encountered. So it's not impossible, but you cannot let the fear and the imposter syndrome drive what you're doing every single day. That's my encouragement to you. Three simple things. Talk to yourself rather than listen to yourself. Run towards your fear is the second thing. And the third thing is realize that the imposter syndrome never goes away. So be prepared to nip it as soon as you see it rearing its ugly head. You don't want that to have any more time in your mind than it absolutely has to. I hope you're encouraged today to know that you can succeed, you can get past and push through any barrier that's holding you back. 
Most of them are self-created, so that means they can also be self-destroyed. And I don't mean self-destructive, I mean you can destroy them. You put them there and you can take them down. So make sure that you're checking yourself. Make sure that you're getting a hold of your mind. That is the originator of so many of our problems and so many of our solutions. So do what you need to do to get that in check today. Remember the three steps. Remember the three things we've just talked about. And if you have questions or you have issues that I can help you with with your business, please let me know. I'll keep you updated. I'll give you more updates. I'll keep you posted on exactly what's going on in my business. I'll give you updates on my failures as well as my successes and keep you coming along this journey with me. I hope you have a fantastic day. And I hope that you're able to push past the imposter syndrome anytime it crops up today or this week. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So whenever you have the opportunity, choose local. 